I'm doing the best I can with what I got. Motherfucker's wearing a bootleg at his podcast. That's insane. I'm proud of us because we did something different. Selling your own clothes is fucking hard. I try not to lie. <laughs> so like, hopefully I wasn't brutally honest where y'all like hated me. I should not give in. <laughs> She's not giving nothing. I'm always gonna be forever in love with the t-shirt. It was like, you gonna put Compass Con in my backyard? Oh yeah, we finna run that bitch up. Three, two, one. Welcome back to User Friendly, the friendliest podcast in the world. It's your boy Pablo Trees. Squared Hill. It's Jason. Yeah, it's Rex. Hell yeah. Who do we got here today? We got a very special guest today. I don't know. I feel like I was trying to like think of like shit all day. And I know I should have wrote down the introduction. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Um, I wanted to freestyle it though. I wanted that this yeah. shit to be real, you know. From the um, but we got a man of many hats. Um, a creative, a father, a writer, you know what I'm saying? In his own right. Chicago legend. Man. Chicago legend, the mayor, you know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about Brandon Johnson either, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got Joe Fresh Goods in the building right now. Let's, go. Let's, Let's get it. Drop it. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Yes, yes. Thank you, Joe. How's your week? What you been up to? Man, this week, um, I'm planning another, um, planning a commercial. So um, yeah. it's a lot that goes into that. So um, beyond other stuff that's going on within the business, uh, just commercial. So um, that's the biggest thing we're working on. Oh, yeah. I got my braces off. It's pretty. Uh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> Smile for the camera right now. Uh, Let me see this. Didn't it seem, feels great. It didn't seem that long at all, really? to be honest. Yeah. Just been getting ready for Halloween. Bought some costumes for my, my Trick son. Trick-or-treating and yeah. shit. What you been up to, Square? I feel like this week, uh, I have not like sat down like not even once. Um, I went to go see Uzi on Monday after like working all weekend. And um, yeah, from that to like setting up here today and like being here today, I feel like we've been doing shit. So the week's been good. It's just like I haven't like really uh, like sat down for real, but... I feel good. Shit, I just been trying to work, bro. Trying to make money. Trying to get a full time job somewhere. Trying to do everything. <laughs> I fucking don't know what's happening though. But you know, I'm still trying to design too. It's hard. It's hard to get time. I feel like, and hopefully you can answer a lot of my questions too, because I don't. Sometimes you get lost, you know, in the sauce and shit. For sure. How old are you? Yeah. I, that's the problem right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm 30. Yeah, and nothing wrong. I mean, age ain't you know number, but. I think we all just hit these stages where we just start to want to figure things out. It's just like we put too much pressure on ourselves, you know, because yeah. a lot of people, even my age, don't have life figured out. So, True. you know, don't put that much pressure on you. But I feel you, though. Yeah. I just get so much pressure from like other people. Yeah. Like, no, I get it. Just, yeah. But I'm still, yeah, I'm still trying to get shit done. So, this, yeah. You got the, you just dropped the cover. You went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just trying to share more of my music. music. And yeah, I've been kind of busy this week too. My wife is in the Philippines, so just been... my mom just left for the Philippines. Oh, for real? Oh yeah, shit! She just What's she doing over there? <laughs> she can, bro. So she goes back uh, and forth sure. for work. But she's been traveling since I was younger, so she used to like go from Canada to all types oh, of places. Right, yeah. But she's in the Philippines right now, that's for sure. Dope. That's dope. crazy. Yeah, man. Damn. It's crazy to hear that you feel like you don't have it figured out. <laughs> no, I, I do. I mean, <laughs> what's the Mariah Carey shit I you keep talking about? Um, I'm doing the best I can with what, what I, I got. got. Yeah. Yeah. Do the best I can with what I got. The best I can with what I got. Oh, shit. That's life. You ain't, I mean, the moment I start to feel like I got everything figured out, it becomes boring. I feel you. Yeah. So it's just like within parenting, parenting or friendships or just the business, it's just like we're still growing every day. So. Yeah. You know, hell yeah. yeah. I don't got everything figured out, but I'm doing well with half of it figured out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm. 
I don't know if you even remember when I met you, I, I had seen you at Robo and I was just like a young ass kid. And I was like, hey, I remember you telling me like, try to like design everything you can at that moment. Cause like later on, if you know, when, in, when I do like get bigger, like you can't do a lot of the things you can do and all these restrictions and rules will kind of part. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. No, so, I remember that. And you also, I, I'm sorry, you kind of fucked me up a little bit. You stunned right now with a, a t-shirt. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> that I'm I did so, not I had, make, but it's just, I had to this motherfucker wearing a bootleg. It's, it's the only one I could find right now. You know? <laughs> it was like a slap in my face. <laughs> what you going to do about it? He's in, he's in my store wearing a bootleg. I'm a little crazy, I'm with sorry. With a camera in my face, that's insane. We told him to do it. Like, yeah, nah, fuck with it though. But no, nah, I mean, just... <laughs> That's, I mean, sometimes I will say that me not leaving Chicago mm. um, and being somebody that people have watched kind of grow, um, I feel like sometimes, and not saying that you did this, but sometimes I can be at the grocery store looking for some bread and somebody be like, yo, Joe, give me some game real quick. I'm a big fan. <laughs> and I'd be like, I feel like that's my version of having a freestyle for you. Mm. Yo, let me spit some bars because this dude at the grocery store just asked me, but I'm so approachable. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a part of, you know, why um, we're successful. But um, I just like to tell people that you got to move on your time. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, with a sense of urgency, but like, I sometimes it's just like, you got to, I tell them the same thing too. You just don't want to be that old ass person that's like, I should have did that when I was 30. I should have did that when I was 25. I should have did that when I was 19. Um, so, so you don't think 30 is too late still? Hell no, no, I hell no, that, still a baby. That, nah, that gives me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hell no, that though. yeah, hell no, you're still breathing, you're still breathing, you still got a chance. Okay, damn. The first time, that's what's up, yeah. The first time I met Joe was when uh, you uh, had Yachty, shout out Yachty, she modeled the El Chapo jersey. So, we we came damn. to the store. This is back in like 2015, maybe. That's crazy. And I didn't know anything about like streetwear, like, really, yeah. Um, but I met you. You're a cool dude, and then me and Squared showed you like our jersey. We no, had a we had like fucking, a baseball it was an jersey. Awful jersey. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, <clears throat> it wasn't awful. It was. I don't know. The back was awful. The front was decent. <laughs> you said that though. You like yo. The back is bad. Like he's like the back. You said, no, no, you no. didn't say it like that. There is a there is something he pressed, and you're like the heat press isn't doing it for you. Um, but it was your honest opinion, and that was the first time. And I think I I I was a fan of you ever since. I try not to lie. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so like. Hopefully I wasn't brutally honest where y'all like hated me. I like that you gave like a positive and a negative. It was honest, you know, like at least it wasn't. I mean, I see so much shitty shit all the time from like (laughs) even friends where I just got to act like I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. I just, that's, that's not helpful. You know what I'm saying? I think with me nowadays, like even when I'm making a shoe or something, like I just really don't ask for nobody opinion besides my team. Because if I ask like 10 people, like what color do you like the best? Everyone's gonna Somebody's say gonna say different. yellow. Somebody yeah. said the blue pair, the red pair. So it's just like <laughs> I just learned to just like let me just trust myself with my team, and we'll figure it out. You know. But again, I, I get when people meet me, they want me to critique their brand. It's just like, do you really want me to? Do you want me just like give you some blanketed statement and just like send you on your way? So I try to give people real game. Try, especially now. I was a baby when y'all hit me. Y'all. I, w- I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> that was uh, the Logan I know what Park the fuck I was doing story. for real, for real. That was the first time I met you, though. So I, I met you, I met you um, Black Friday the weekend. The weekend opened the Fat Tiger. If I, if that's correct, I'm pretty sure that was like the first time. So that store it. was considered Fat Tiger. I don't know if it had a name yet. Did it have a name? Yeah, we was Fat Tiger on Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. So like, it was Fat back, Tiger, yeah. okay. So yeah, you were Fat Tiger in the back, and then um, that's when uh, 
Yeah, Josh. I don't know my homie Josh. Shout out to Josh. He uh he brought me there. Shit, we we took Push a picture Josh. with you that day. Big body He's Fiji. Been a, nah, oh, not Fiji. Stop oh, stopping. the other oh, X. Yeah. So <laughs> no, he brought me there. We took a picture that day. Dollars. I was super nervous. I feel like we could put the picture in here somewhere, but I had a fucking like super deuces up. You know, I was just nervous <laughs> as fuck. That whole I mean, I feel like the whole vibe was just crazy that day. But that was like the first time I feel like. I walked into a store and I felt like welcome, you know, like not like I walked into these stores before, but like even going into like other like other stores who like do this is like more like um it's like how you like really try to have a have us in here like just talking to people and like yeah, making we, them feel welcome. I'm not trying welcome. to scare people away. Yeah. I mean, it was early on. We were still like, you know, trying to figure out what retail looked like in Chicago, but we just wanted to be welcoming. I think streetwear, you know, obviously I come from like the leaders, um, family tree of 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 a legacy in Chicago, but. Um, we were just like that barber shop. I wanted you to, I wanted you to feel comfortable coming to kick it, even if you wasn't shopping. You know what I'm saying? So, um, thank. I'm glad you felt that way. That's what we were trying to give out. For sure. I mean, just even like now too, you can still go into some stores and still feel like weird, weirded out with people, not wanting to talk to you or just like not wanting to help you. They're just saying, "Oh, this is on, this is on sale." But then you know, what I'm saying? it's just very weird vibes. But um, yeah. that was like the first time I actually felt like I was a part of like, I don't know, like the community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, welcome into it. That's dope. Since then, you've had uh, multiple locations, and even yeah. now we're in every now and then. This is crazy. We're doing a podcast here. Yep. <laughs> like, what was it like transitioning stores, and and what brought about every now and then? Um, I mean, you know, uh, it was just growth. I think um, for me, it's important to just have a footprint in Chicago. I could be anywhere around the world at this stage of my career, mm-hmm. and um, even having a store that's open up every weekend. Um, you know, I constantly do big collaborations with, with brands and I always have stuff that come out, but I just wanted to people be able to at least shop with me once a weekend. You know what I'm saying? Do we do pop-up shops, uh, with different homies? Um, we bring like art shows here. So we just have a lot going on. I just wanted to curate my own little vibe. You know, me and my fat tiger brothers, we're still all cool. We're family. Um, uh, we just all doing our own things, you know, Rello, Shine and Dez, Vic. Um, we all just like, you know, the Avengers just now we got our own battles to fight before yeah. we, we, we click up, you know. Was it a hard decision, like, to to make, like, to actually make the final decision to split? Um, I mean, no, nah, it, was, it was just, like, perfect timing. I think, you know, sometimes you just kind of know that you have a certain calling. Um, and I think we just knew. Um, and I think before, I'm, I'm proud of us because we did something different. Hmm. To be open for eight years, uh, retail, selling your own clothes is fucking hard. You know what I'm saying? And we were, we were in, um, Logan squared and, um, not West loop. I forgot what you call it. Fucking where, where the gallery is at now, but, um, I'm good. I don't smoke paper. Gotta oh st- man, come on. I gotta man. stop being like that. You know, though. you know what's in here. I'm like, it's not the paper. <laughs> I forgot. Come on dog. <laughs> oh, also thank you for, uh, because at our, our new space where we cannot smoke. So that, okay. It's it's kind of smoking us. on the hey, podcast. Yeah. We're not supposed to be smoking. I mean, of course not, but I, I appreciate you. I appreciate it for allowing us to do it. Cause it's been a while. God damn it. But yeah, no, we just, um, it was perfect timing. Um, wanted to do something different. I think Chicago needs it. You know what I'm saying? Um, no diss to any other establishment in Chicago, but like just to be somebody that's like in West Loop, open up when we want to open up. Um, we around all the big stores that sell all the crazy brands. I think like when you really start to do the math and just like, yo, this Chicago one, it's damn near competing with these big ass chain stores and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like a flex too. It's just like, I think, and I have people that come in town like for meetings and shit. It's just like, 
I just feel like I got my own little camp compound. So it's just like everything just makes sense. Like one of my questions was kind of like, how do you balance everything from like, I know so much has changed from like the beginning to now, but like, how do you balance all the designs from doing all these collabs, being a father, like new balance, like, you know what I'm saying? Like all that, like, is there like a, I don't know, you just push through it or like what what else to do you know yeah, what i mean right. like i yeah. can't really um this is all i know you know i, I, I wanted this since i was like 13 and i right. got it so it's just like you know every time i want to complain yeah about things going wrong i just like yo you ask for this you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so when you like it, it's it's um and it's it's very hard when you are one of the first from your area your family like doing stuff like i'm breaking a lot of barriers um in the sit in this city and I don't really have a point of contact that's like doing it on this scale independently. So it's, it's hard, you know what I'm saying? And, and for me, it's just like the moment things start to get easy or smooth, then I get nervous. I'm used to being chaotic and having like a chaotic schedule. That's just like, at this point, that's just the vibe, you know? You yeah. know, when I, whenever it's a couple of weeks span where I'm not busy, which is like rare, yeah. I freak out. Right. I, I gotta stay busy. Yeah, cause I mean, right now I'm working three part-time jobs now. So like, I just feel like, like, cause I, I got three shirt designs, like kind of almost ready to go, yeah. but it's like, I just have a hard time finishing or finding, I guess the time to just even like, look at it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know you just got an, another, another kid too. Yep. And like, you know, rich baby daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got yeah. You just picked one up. I just had another <laughs> baby too, so it's. I'm six weeks in. Are you for so, real? Yeah. So what's your, my second? What's the age gap with the kids? Uh, so my firstborn is six. Uh -huh. My secondborn is six weeks. Oh damn! Okay, so, snap. Boy, girl. <laughs> they're both boys. I had yeah. you snap. Hell yeah. So I wanted to ask you, like, how different is your life since the first baby to the second baby? Because um, I'm sure you're in a different point in your career. Yeah, yeah. Got more money now. Definitely. Uh, but. I'll be joking when I say shit. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really talk like that. Um, it's okay. You just understand Man, life. My, my, yeah. my age gap of my kids are 10 and... Um, 10 uh, years apart? Yeah, damn near. Yeah, okay. nine years and shit like that. But, um, you know, just you you just a, you just age. I think with, with age, hopefully you're learning every year. So, like, I think for me, um, it's just a few things that I probably could have did better with my first child. I get to do it with my second. That's um, exactly how I feel. Yeah. It, it's it's a beautiful thing to just watch yourself grow um, through your kids. As you know, as you get older and they get older, so um, it's just dope. I, certain things that I couldn't afford to do uh, with my first child, now we're able to do um, with my second, and it's just like things are just better. You know what I'm saying? And I just think now I just value time a lot more than what I did probably in the past. And it's made my me and my daughter bond stronger. Mm. You know, she's how does she a, feel about the, She loves me like the baby. Sister. Yeah, she loves, she loves, loves my son. Like he, he thinks he's cute, but he doesn't like. <laughs> he doesn't do much. Like, like he just. He's oh, like, yeah, all right, he's, I'm, he I'm gives him a little now. kiss on the forehead and just continues to play his <laughs> video games. But I think it might be a little different for girls because sure. yeah. girls like they're used to playing with like babies and stuff, like yeah. the dolls and yeah, no, nah, for real. But. That's, that's fire. It's something to look forward to. I yeah, can't wait to have money. Sure. So, <laughs> so I could uh, put him in hell. I mean, Lucas, my son is already in like hella. I just put him in gymnastics. Mm -hmm. He's in soccer um, and taekwondo. So I'm just trying to hell keep yeah. him busy because, you know, they got so much energy. For sure. Yeah. And that's the name of the you game. You got to tire him out. Yeah. And they have different type of friends. 
school friends. <laughs> I haven't dealt with that. I went yeah. to one birthday party and yeah, it was lot. like an all white family, yeah, so I yeah. felt uncomfortable. I was like, <laughs> I just got the mom's number, and then Trust I was me. like, I'll be, I'll be back later to pick them yeah, up because I, I can't really conversate. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> but just touching back on like, not saying that uh, <clears throat> you have to make the decision to kill DBM, but like, how is that DBM? I mean, just natural. Um, it just ran its course. Not even that, because DBM not dead. It's just like we're gonna get back to it. You just watching. This is just like real. Yeah. This is like a, I'm just like I'm, I'm just a, a, a nigga that's y'all watching his doc. Mm. It's, it's a like side a, quest. Yeah, that's all. Like <laughs> DBM, you know. Um. Yeah, that's I just man just been busy. I didn't want to like dilute the brand and just start giving people what well, a cheaper version is being called DBM. It's just that's. As the name got bigger and I started to be known as Joe Fresh Goods that's doing DBM, it's just people, it just kind of turned into just like my namesake and just Joe Fresh Goods. So it's just still under the same family tree. You got community goods, you got every now and then, uh, you got Don't Be Mad and you got Joe Fresh Goods. It's just like this umbrella of things that might be on pause for a year or two, but um, it's definitely not over with. It's just like, you know, we had to level up a little bit and change some things around. And I'm learning in real time on how to scale, super independent. Everything that that people see is like super independent. You know what I'm saying? I um, really wanted to maintain and grow things in Chicago. So um, very unorthodox how, I'm, how I got things going, working with these big brands, but super independent. So on the downside of that is a lot of things I'm learning in real time. So I'm very honest about that yeah. shit. I know you just said that you just you just started doing cut and sew. <clears throat> you said just print locally. That's, and that's something that I'm learning too. just trying to like send out these tough hacks and stuff. <laughs> it's different it's like you have yeah. to deal with a lot of back and forth from these manufacturers and shit yeah i mean just pace yourself i think um obviously i wanted to show people a different side of of, of how we design it's like I, i'm always gonna be forever in love with the t-shirt the blank the t-shirt like getting the, something screen printed like yeah that's that's still like my dna because that's kind of what got me a lot of my early brand deals it wasn't because i was making cool jeans and like mm -hmm a button up or some like a, a you know like a, some crazy ass hats i was just making t-shirts in chicago and it kind of caught a lot of people by storm um just a storytelling a lot of stuff that was around that so um i tell everybody just take their time i think now the younger generation is just you guys have more resources than what i had coming up mm -hmm. so when i was like 19 i had to just like i couldn't i couldn't make a leather jacket i ain't had the resources to so it's just like a natural <laughs> progression of just like growth and shit and i've been telling them to like even like as a designer to trying to make a t like wanting to make a t-shirt but then like picturing it getting this blank ordering from like anywhere you put after i put on your shirt and i put on these blanks like, i get pissed you know what i'm saying because it just does not feel this but not like i can't make my own but it's just yeah. more on the this is not enough you it's know hard what i mean to go like to i have to help her when you've had type shit, you know what i'm saying yeah just gotta take your time i told you that too yeah, yeah. Just gotta take your time i heard like before shirts, and maybe you were doing shirts and um, you were managing Lucky. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, um, I actually, it's funny as hell because I just watched uh, Little Yachty. Yachty yeah. yeah, the uh, interview with uh, Lucky X. How did that come about? And like, how was that? Because it's such a different, well, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if it's different because I never managed anyone. Yeah. But like music industry and clothing and like. Yeah, know, it was just natural. It was like, um, Man, the, the Lucky and Joe era was just like a time. I think um, it's so cool to see where we at um, in our careers now. Yeah. Um, because like. Because he's going crazy. Too. He's going super crazy. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. So proud of him. Um, 
and I'm going crazy too. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So proud of me, so proud of me. But it's just like, you know, we had a path. I think it was an era. We didn't fall out. Um, I just think it was one of those things that ran its course, but it was just like we both respected it. And um, I think we both, you know, like we shared a lot of firsts. Like I got a passport because of Lucky, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. I got booked for a couple of shows in China. And Damn, um, crazy. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, time to get my fucking tap, uh, passport. And so he like, he undoubtedly changed my life. A lot of things that I was able to do is because of Lucky just moving around with him. So, and um, I was like that big brother, you know what I'm saying? Where I was just like helping him and shit though. So it was like on paper, I guess I was his manager for like a year or two, but like really it was like a big brother, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And we just like helped each other out and I just made sure he was, you know, stayed out of trouble. You know what right. I'm saying? So much love to my brother though. He's killing it right now. I'm super proud. Do you think that made it like hard, like trying to focus? I'm not saying be not not focused, but you say you've been doing this since you were 13. This is all you wanted wanted to do since you were 13. So taking on another position, like taking on managing somebody else, like was it nervous or like did you go into it more like nervous or more um, like confident? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm well. I've always been really good at like looking at contracts and shit. That's just like you know. And this shit wasn't his shit wasn't that deep back then. Like I would love to see where Lucky. I'm gonna text Lucky and be like, how much are you getting this? How much you getting the show now? Um, but um, it, it was it was natural. It was just like I was hanging out with my little brother, traveling around with my little brother. So it was just um, I wasn't nervous. I love music, so it was just like my way to meet certain people. I wouldn't be able to meet, go to shows for free, um, like just be in the industry, go to festivals. We, we was at the first Rolling Loud um, before that, it was like was a in thing. New York? It was in uh, Miami. Miami, Miami. Yep. So it was just like, no, nah, it just happened naturally. It was like, yeah, I want to book like you. Cool. Hit my email. Would you ever do it again? Um, Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Definitely. I, I definitely want to get back in music mm-hmm. on um the other side of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Soon, whether it be dropping mixtape with, you know, a bunch of friends or just like, you know, getting to the creative side of management. But yeah, for sure. Aside from managing the people you came up with, Rello and Vic, I feel like Rello is into the art scene and Vic, he's into like DJing and stuff. You've always been the one focused on clothing the most or is there other no, hobbies? I DJ too. There's so many different eras of Joe. I was like, I was DJ 20 minutes. I just respect the craft too much. So yeah. like, um, I just was like kind of chill cause I was just one of those niggas that was getting booked just cause like my name and shit. Mm. But I wasn't really like practicing the craft like that. So, um, but no, I mean, just an artist and like a poet, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's expressed I'll do different mediums or whatever, but, um, you know, we're just all creatives. You know what I'm saying? We all do different things. I, I don't try to, I know certain titles when I'm filling out certain applications, not like job, you know what I'm saying? Like buying property, like what you do for a living. So yeah. I, like, I have, to, have to write down something, but. What do you write down? Design? Be like owner. Mm-hmm. I just put owner really big. <laughs> Operator. <laughs> all capital. Owner. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, yeah, I try not to get boxed into like what I do for a living. That's why when people ask me, yeah, what you do for a living? White people always ask me that shit. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, first class or just like staying at the hotel where it's like, you know, expensive or I'm just, you know. So sometimes I get like, what do you do for a living? And just like, I don't even know how to explain that shit. But I mean, you can't really say poet now too, because you say you're you're getting more into like your writing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like more of a already directing things, like creative yeah. directing things, but really like writing scripts and like. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like I've been doing that, but now I'm kind of just leaning into it more. Yeah. You know, that's what the Thank You Obama collection was. It was just like my love letter to the Obamas. Like a, a lot of teas that I did back in the day was just like poetry. It's just like, I, all I can do is just screen print it at the time. So now if it's like coming out with a book, coming out with a shoe. I was gonna um, be my last question. Are you coming out with a book? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. not like yeah, like a, like a, um, it's gonna be. Yeah, I ain't gonna talk too much about it, but um, yeah, it's coming out next year. Like a book about just like an archive of everything Damn. I've done. Cause that's what's up. Yeah, people don't know, and it's super cool. Like, um, I feel like I'm like an underground rapper. That's why I give you. I be so pressed when I be making these lists because I be trying to stay low key. But like, if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, I be cool with that. I really don't. It's a certain level of big. I just never want to be. So I just like. You know, riding this my, my own way. Knowing like your story too and seeing you come up, a lot of the times you weren't low key. Like you were doing things like purposely and like you're throwing things on like IG per you know what I'm saying? You're throwing mm-hmm. these shits purposely and like doing shits to like get a reaction. So yeah. I feel like now that I see you as I see you now working with you too, like working like for you, it's more of a thing where I'm like, I've seen you now become more low key. Like you're trying like you're not like trying to be low key, but you are I don't know. You're not like out. You're not trying to be Ike. Yeah. Well, just more in the line now. Yeah. Got to be more tactful. I do find ways to like that billboard. Like New Balance didn't pay for that shit. I paid for that shit. You know what I'm saying? So just like certain stuff I just do just to be funny. Um, I think a lot of things. That's why I like I'm going to do a better job. Um, I guess online or just via newsletters, just kind of telling everybody like my jokes. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I'm so... Um, even the Jordan tees I made, I didn't even post those. The tees yeah. I wore and shit. Um, it's just like certain things. I'm just, I, I'm loud, but I just got to do it quietly. If that makes sense. And if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying. So some shit is just like I can't really tell three thousand kids to meet me in the park. So I got a shoe drop. I got to like, <laughs> I got to be more, you know, understanding of like the 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 problems that can happen with like riots and shit. So. Certain shit I just did when I was like a younger designer. Now I just like got hella employees and I just got, you know, it's just like shit. Yeah. Shit can't be how it used to be, but we just try to find new ways to kind of like be loud, quietly. Yeah. So even with that shirt too, I feel like that was the first one that um, I've seen like that in a while from you. You know what I'm saying? As far as like even doing like the Kanye bootlegs and all the bootlegs that you've done. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was like the one that I don't know, you had to get that off. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> It was one of the ones that was so, um, it was quick, but it was perfect too. You know, it was just like, I had to do it just so I yeah. could move on to the next thing. Yeah, no, I had to do that, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm be wanting to get in trouble too. Even, even with that, like, is it right to step away from, during yeah. your design process, like, I have a hundred ideas in my head, but when I'm designing things, I'm just like, nah, I'm gonna scrap that. Nah, I'm gonna scrap that. But like when you design, is it easy for you to like, just move on to the next one or like you're just stuck on like all these ideas or like how? Well, I mean, now we're more collection based, so okay, I just yeah. I, I don't really think about singular like mm. items like I used to. Now it's just yeah. like, okay, what's the what's this what's the, the story, story first? Yeah. Um, okay, what what are we trying to tell? Um, how loud can we get with this story? What legal things might happen if we tell the story? Oh, so wow. it's just a it's just a business now. So it's just like you know, I, I still try to have fun with it, but um, you know, now I have to think about like. 12 items at the same time okay you know the the um sherpa is going to have this type of hardware the back is going to be this color and that and it's going to have this type of stitching so it's just like it's like storytelling first and then just like try to design each piece and then try to make it all go together you know so you know and by the time the, like the products are in production you don't ever get tired of it like you're you've seen it so much oh for sure yeah all the time so it's like, <laughs> yeah yeah you're already make like mentally on exactly. some other shit yeah so. for sure i'll get tired of it fast. but you just like you said fuck it i'm gonna just put it out and exactly. then move on to the next shit exactly yeah okay yeah i get tired of it fast 
That's all. I feel like it's crazy. To, it's just crazy, like a mindset to get to, because I I think so long on something that I won't even like. I look at back at it a couple months ago, like, oh, I do have this. Or I like, I forgot I had this. Like when you get to a point where you're at, it's like you're not too worried about like. I think it's important to just drop sitting it on something. and then not because if you never drop it, then it's never gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But obviously, you got to be calculated because sometimes I tell young people that they don't have the resources. Like, no, nah, Joe. Like, I got to <laughs> I have to sell these fucking thirty <laughs> t-shirts. So like, yeah, you know, sometimes you're not. A, I'm 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 afforded a little bit more mistakes now. I try. I can't. I, I try not to make mistakes. Like, some things sell better than other things. I wish I could make a collection that's like a hundred percent sell through, but like, might be seventy percent sell through. And those two items didn't sell as big as the other ones, you know. But um, it just, man, it just it just depends, man. But. No. You're just so confident in your product that you're cool with like sticking with inventory. Hell no, not at all. Oh. No, because looking back at the warehouse sale that you guys had with Rello, yeah, I was yeah, like, damn, yeah. there's a lot of shit here. Like, yeah, I no. was surprised. Yeah, I mean, a lot of DBM stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just like to sustain certain stuff, you just need product, you know. Mm. And uh, as I continue to grow, I have to make more. I think right now, I have like 17 employees, some shit like that, which is just like I never thought that that was going to be a like manageable like. It's a clothing brand. What do you mean I'm gonna be processing? Even payroll? to just have one employee, <laughs> like a dog oh, for sure. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's like decisions I have to make on behalf of the whole brand. Um, definitely not like I don't say confident though, but like um, we just trust our, our gut and just like you know try to roll with the brand's DNA and what we've always done and just you know see if it works. Definitely not. You know, it's like not cocky though. Super not no, cocky. Yeah. Would you say that that was how you scaled your business? Actually, hiring somebody. I like. We're still independent. Yeah, of course. We, yeah. we have no employees. So I'm, it's like, I'm broke as but hell. we're always talking about how, like, if we really want to expand, we need an employee. Like, we need to outsource. We need to. I mean, when you know, you know. For yeah? the most part, it's okay. just like you guess you got to get your hands dirty until you just mm. physically can't get your hands dirty no more. Mm. Where you got to look at the books. Like, okay, I think I can hire somebody to help. Um, but you know, the, the, the energy and the unit that y'all, you know, bringing y'all just got to help each other out. Um, as, as long as that takes, because sometimes people get discouraged. I think, especially with you guys, it's just like content and just like being consistent is the name of the game. Mm. So it might be a situation where like one month y'all just like, somebody might be sick. Somebody might be out of town. Like it's just all about consistency. I think that's the biggest thing with me. It's just like, I've been super consistent. Like I, since my first product I dropped like 15 years ago, I just always dropped some shit like every two weeks. Now I'm afforded to kind of take p- chill pills and just like vacation and just relax a little bit more. But man, it was like 10 years of just study hitting people over the head with shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I just I just stayed at it. Yeah, you brought up China and I know you said you got your passport. So earlier this year, I think you were in Mexico. I don't know where you all go, but like what's your favorite destination or like that you've been to? Mexico City was dope. Yeah. Um, I mean, shit, I travel so much. Um, I just like like learning different cultures and just like eating different food and just like 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 I'm I'm No, you see the snacks though? Snap. Do you make it a thing to have a pop up at these locations though? Like I mean I kinda time? chill on pop up shops okay. now. That's like we're just really busy, but like I mean I love Tokyo. Um, everyone's going to Japan. Yeah, Japan like I'm trying changing. to go. Yeah, Japan is just like, oh, I get life now. It's just like, <laughs> oh, I get it. You know what I'm saying? The way people out there move, the Not how like a video video. everything is. Just like when you go to Japan, you step off that plane, and you're just like, oh, I get it. You know what I'm <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, speaking of Japan, fuck it. Let's, 
Let's get right into these snacks. Um, so uh, I work at a bookstore also, um, and they have this grocery, Japanese grocery store. And uh, have you guys had any of these snacks before? Never. 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 Right. Well, these first, this first one is a uh, well. During snack time, we kind of just rate these snacks that we just randomly get every now and then. You know, every now and then. Boom. <laughs> um but uh, uh yeah these snack this snack right here in rex's hand i've had this since i was a child um it's like a piece of karma but like i don't know it's just it just hit differently as a kid i never had it in like 10 plus years i want to see what you guys think about it you i know? probably had the press before those are just pretzel sticks like nah. regular you know like pocky sticks oh uh, yeah that's what like the, ch- like. the chocolate things but this is a uh, it's it's not chocolate it's like a toasted sugar flavor. Well, yeah, th- this first snack is a piece of caramel. Maybe we'll show you this one last, huh? <laughs> I always get the caramels that they have like out at Walgreens and shit. Like, no, yeah. This is no weed shit, is it? fuck. <laughs> 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 Hey, I could really have caramel now. That's crazy. I was oh, looking shit. forward to gum because braces, you I'm can't sorry. have. No, it's cool. I mean, mm. Oh, yeah. Perfect true. timing. There's like a reward. <laughs> you waited one year for this. What's the whole thing? <laughs> it is a lot. Caramel. I fuck with caramel. So okay. That shit cool. I said it should like <clears throat> 8 out of 10. 8, 8.5 out of 10. This is 7. <laughs> but imagine when you're like Provide. six years old. <laughs> or stick it to your teeth a little bit too. Oh. It's about a, it's an eight out of ten. It's solid. Hell yeah. Yeah. I fuck with the Walgreens ones because they ain't like as sweet. Are these cheesy? What is this? This is just. I'm gonna get that. In the, I'm gonna get the caramel nine out of ten because it's the best. Um. So this snack is. Usually, it's like the same brand as like, you know, the Pocky Sticks, like the chocolate covered ones. Yeah, this looks plain. But this one has no chocolate. It's called Toasted Sugar. What the fuck? It's okay. I guess, yeah. Six out of ten. I wasn't expecting that, though. This shit weak. (laughs) (laughs) One out of ten. (laughs) You should have ate this shit first. Yeah, I'm going to give it three. Three out of ten for that one. All right, this next one I just chose randomly. Like, I was going to eat it for lunch, but I didn't, you know? <laughs> it's a seafood flavor potato chips. Mm. Just sea? Just seafood? The ocean. Seaweed. <laughs> Alright, let's get it. Look. Mm. Interesting. Alright, man. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad to me. You don't like it? After the pretzel, that shit just don't taste like Yeah. We should like, like we got we had to build up to this. Yeah, like, the pretzel, first. I feel like the pretzel got drier as I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. It I expected like, like a sour cream and shit. Like, mm. you said it tastes like spinach. Yeah, it's just like it's like it's a chip. Why are you trying to be healthy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's last one. All right, last Damn. one. Let's get this. All right. 
You guys have shrimp chips before or no? No. No? What, what is it? Shrimp shrimp chips? Have you had shrimp chips? Yeah, no, no, no. Damn. Okay, so this is like a different level because there's like the original ones, right? With like just shrimp flavor, but this is like yuzu and black pepper flavor. Yuzu? On top of being a shrimp chip. Yeah. So it's kind of, it might be a little adventurous. I'm sorry. Hmm. <laughs> Nah, three at a time. Really, I like those better. I just taste caramel like everywhere. <laughs> I wish it did. I just taste pretzel. Yeah. Mm. I don't got an opinion on for real. Like they, they all right. I should not give it. Like <laughs> I should not <laughs> give it nothing. The order was off. The order was off. I'm not giving anything. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm just ain't no diva. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. With that, caramel is the best thing for sure. Well, I wanted to ask you about. Like, I know you've said you have had crazy celebrity experiences. I don't know if yeah, yeah, yeah. you have one on the top of your head. That well, first, first, I want to ask because, yeah. like, <laughs> I, wait, I made, wait, wait, I want to ask. I made this Chicago Bulls shirt, and it was just like I thought, like, okay, I'm gonna give out some free shirts to the players. Like, it was just like whatever, like you know, it'd be it'd be kind of cool. But like me, just even like trying to give my clothes to them. <laughs> Or like the players, like I just felt like it. Maybe I just didn't try hard enough, but I just felt like it was so hard, like just to even like get a direct message read. You know? Yeah, what I'm for sure. So like, like have you ever experienced that? And like, how does that like? How do you overcome that? I guess. Or like. I mean, back in the day, yeah. I mean, I wanted every rapper or person or just person that was like high importance or somebody I fuck with just bring yeah. my shit. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I think. I learned as I've become somebody that people want to give mm. um, merch and clothes to. Now I'm a little yeah. bit more understanding, like, oh, should I? That was me, mm. you know, um, back in my day. But um, I just think um, it's different now, man, because now yeah. it's so much internet. Mm. So it's just like, I'm going to get to a point like, about people not responding back, but just like with so much internet, you just got to be like in people's face. Yeah. You know, so not annoying, that. but it's just like, yeah. and sometimes you got to let your work speak for you. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think now, as I've kind of progressed, I've just and even before this neck, this level we're at now was just like, let me get the people talking about it. And then that's going to bring like the other people. But I try not to be a celebrity based mm. brand because it's just yeah. like you have rappers and just like they can just kill, they kill your brand. They can make one song called fucking Mary's <laughs> and then now everybody not wearing the Mary's no more. So it's just like for me, it's yeah. just like, let me just have the, the support of the people. Yeah. Like naturally and organically and then everybody else is like a plus. Yeah, because you see a, a lot of videos. Well, I see a lot of videos and these rappers be wearing like all these designer clothes, but they don't even know the name of the designer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was just like, damn. Like I I mean, like it'd it's be like the heartbreaking stuff that for me, you know. Managers what I'm give them or something. Yeah. Like I don't know. Or PR or whatever yeah. the fuck that is. So and on top of that, like <laughs> Was there a celebrity that was like a crazy experience to you? Or yeah, like Waka surreal? Flocka. I remember chasing down Waka wow. Flocka tour bus. You said Waka Flocka? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just like, <laughs> it was just, yeah, I was just like chasing after his bus and like a car. And then I finally like um, met up and gave him a, a hoodie. And But yeah, no. Like, Did he wear it? Yeah, he wore it. Nice. That's back in like a tie-dye era in Chicago. Everybody was wearing that shit. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I probably, I just forgot shit, but I probably, um, South by Southwest, I would go like Kendrick, Wiz, Currency, like the whole era. Damn. I was just giving out shit, but I was kind of around and I wasn't like annoying with it. It was just like, oh yeah, and I, I'm cool as hell and I make clothes too. I wasn't trying to push clothes down people's neck. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah. Did you like seeing it more as a surprise? Or like, did you expect it when you saw it? Because you said it wasn't as much internet, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was kind of more rare, like more, some more shit can go way more viral now. Yeah, yeah. But um, like when you first saw it, was it more like a, were you like shot? Like, of course you gave it to them, but were you still like surprised that they were still like, you know what I'm saying, showing you love and like wearing it and shit? Yeah, and it's always been like underground, you know what I'm saying? Like I've always like caught people early, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like organic, you know? I think sometimes like, yeah, I just think my journey within the music industry is like, like if my relationship with SZA was like, that was before, like this, now she's like, SZA, damn. She's in, you know. Shout out SZA. That's like I love my Come on the pod. But everybody was just like, <laughs> I kind of knew before, you know what I'm saying? So it was just easy for me to just like, it wasn't like, it was just organic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like a whole thing where I was just like pressuring them to wear clothes. A lot of it is just because I was around. Damn, speaking of the internet, I feel like we need to talk about ComplexCon. So I was actually there when you were going crazy at the- Chicago? Was that 2019 or 2020? No, that was 2019 because yeah, 2020 yeah. was COVID. Yeah, yeah. But you were doing an amazing job. And <clears throat> I remember chasing down Marikami, trying to like get him to sign this plushie I made. <laughs> and that shit didn't work. And then I looked at you and I was like, fuck. I like embarrassed myself in front of Joe. Well, I, didn't, I didn't even know that shit. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't see that shit. <laughs> and then uh, at the same time, like Rich, instead of like trying to talk to Murakami, he was he went to go talk to Verdi. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, I could have just, but whatever. Yeah. You did an amazing job, and um, there's oh, yeah. a lot of homies that like were working that event. Shout out Tony. Yeah. Uh, Chris Damn, talked about working. About Tony. It. Yeah. 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 And they were just. Uh, running that event that was but my how, favorite like intern yeah. class of interns man because i i got closer even like jose he yeah, was a part of it now he like works with me like you know runs my warehouse but yeah we just ran up we ran up a check at complex con it was like you gonna put complex con in my backyard oh yeah we finna run that <laughs> bitch up that was crazy but that was the second year right because you had went yeah but that was in like long beach so it was just like it was a little hard for okay. a chicago when i ship all your clothes and build a booth and have that much communication you know, Chicago was like, are y'all going to put that shit in my backyard? Yeah. Are we going to have six booths? It was, <laughs> it was huge. It wasn't like a regular. We had a DBM booth. We had a Fat Tiger booth, a Joe Fresh Goods Rello booth, booth. A Rello booth. I missed it that weekend. I was gone. Dance had a booth. We ran up a check. It was like, to the point where I felt like, yo, they finna shut this Chicago shit down and it never came back. <laughs> Shout out to Fat Tiger. We made, that's the reason why Compass Con Chicago never came back. We ran up a check. <laughs> Yeah, but that was amazing. And then uh, prior to that, uh, were you doing a bunch of like conventions? Like when you first started yeah. uh, DBM, uh, Fat Tiger, like me, me and Squared go back and forth about because mm-hmm. I vend a lot. So yeah. like I've always been a vendor. We vended. We vended at Factors, but sneaker shit or what? Uh, no, just my art. So okay, I, I've had like a lot of appearances, and then I do like clothing as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, but Squared always said like when I pop out, I want to have my own event. Like I want to be like the main focus. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I guess, have you, uh, like, did you ever vend? Because I can't imagine you pulling out, like, a like a foldable table, putting your tablecloth on it. I, I don't know. know. I just didn't did? post about it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, so a lot like of stuff, um, you just got to make it cooler Yeah. to the, you know, like, I mean, also, too, it's just different now because it's just so much internet. Yeah. I think it's just so much pressure on brands to just come out the gate, like, you know, making a million in sales and just, like, you know, being all cool on Instagram, but, like, I think it's the, it's the beauty in like having to setting up the little lawn tables and just putting your folio t-shirts on the table and just walking people, people walking past and 
you talking to them about your brand, I miss that shit. Mm. That was when shit was fun. Yeah, that's like getting that, rejected. Yeah, from like yeah no, that's supposed to happen. You can't <laughs> yeah. come out. Th- I'm, I'm scared of people that get like instant success. It's just, uh, you, you got to kind of climb before you can like start like, you know, walking up that bitch, you know? So um, I'm a huge advocate of just like starting off. At, and again, like, it just depends. You got to know your, what, what you're walking into. If you make toys, well, maybe you should try to go to Comic-Con. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I think maybe complex con might, might might not be for you, but it's like so many different cons that exist. Where it's just one like, of the advice that you gave us was magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You magic. know that was like and again things are different now, but the magic trade show that was like that was the shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think sometimes it's just like um, I'm really I'm really into the people that get it out the mud. That's like what I'm more attracted to than just people just like have that one T-shirt that just it go viral and that's how they brand start. Sometimes that's like a recipe for disaster. And it was nothing against it was nothing against vending, you know what I'm saying? Because we did it, but he it was wanted, more. He wanted to be his own shit. Nah, no. Nah, <laughs> well, as far as like comfy, but it was more we the go through my the own, trenches for my own thing in general. Like I've done, I've vended before, so yeah. I'm not like yeah. not not about vending. I'll support people who vend, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's how people make a living too. But it was more on the fact that it's just like level, you know what I'm saying? Like Definitely, for right now, yeah. so like right now, I don't feel like I need to. That's not how I wanted to like market my own shit. You yeah. know because what I'm it's about like the impact you make. And yeah. if you, if you, and cause content, I've been, huh? I've been on rosters where like, it's like 20 vendors and then your name gets lost in the flag yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you look like just another one of these brands. Yeah, so yeah. I understand where like you're coming from. For sure. From, no, I'm totally, like, I see both sides of it, but yeah. it just depends on what, eight, what, like where you at with your brand. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes you got to be real with yourself. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes people just like, they do sell out real fast off making eight things and they just start getting cocky. You, I think sometimes you have to. Um, just put in the actual work um, and have stuff that fail and have stuff that do good and just kind of learn and reinvest back into the company. Like all that stuff is a science. It's mm. a science that kind of kills a lot of brands. So, Do you have like a favorite product that you've made? Uh, like one that did really product. well for you? I mean, it's a lot of different levels of... This on the newer side, but my, my first collaboration with New Balance, um, mm. that, yeah. that was like a, a game changer, a life changer, Help me understand like the power of just like doing things your way, uh, working with a brand that you didn't see yourself working with. Like everything that we did for that first New Balance was like against like, you know, everything, even debuting at the All-Star Weekend next to, you know, Don and, and Nike and Jordan and Yeezy. It was just like in my friends with Adidas. I had fucking New Balance whole other side of town and we motherfucker juke that shit so it's like that like was that battery in my back when it comes to footwear yeah that's the red and uh pink one the yeah, one yeah. that looks like a heart like yeah, based yeah. on art how is it working with new balance love it um i tell everybody like it's, it's like being signed uh it's like being signed to that like indie label that lets you still do what you want to do mm. you know what i'm saying help you with distribution it's just like i, I compare everything to music so it's just like Sometimes when you sign to like that big, big powerhouse, you have to play by so many different rules where like, you know, with New Balance, I've been more my own boss and like it's been way more teamwork than like, and I've been, I've worked with Converse, uh, Adidas, Vans. Um, I've done a lot of footwear collabs and it's just like, um, you know, sometimes you kind of got to get your foot wet and then kind of, but now like I'm in, I'm in, my, with my, in my groove with New Balance, so. Um, it's it's a, um, amazing working with them. Were you like more pressured by the first shoot than you are? I feel like now, like that you see even with the um, the six fifty that like you have in 
obviously you've always been having fun with it. Yeah. But um, do you feel like less pressure after the first one? The second shoot was the most pressure because you don't want to be like a one hit wonder. You know what I'm saying? So I think um, you drop one good album. And it's like time for you sophomore to drop that sophomore joint. Yeah. That's the outside close. Yep, yeah, because the outside close was one of the best commercials ever in footwear. Like, I want y'all to like clip this part <laughs> and make like make that this a real. Crazy. But like outside clothes is easily uh, one of the greatest pieces of cinema when it comes to footwear. Changed up the game, made everybody like erase everything on their board and like start over. But uh, outside clothes like changed my life and made me really. Um, trust my gut and just actually tell stories from like the black voice, you know what I'm saying? And not focus on trauma and shit like that. So um, that was like, you know, how I released it in the park. It didn't go too well. Um, but um, that drop was like super important because if you got two back, two bangers back to back, it's just like, okay, he, he, he do this for real. So um, that whole run was been amazing. It's hard that, too. It's I hard. remember that day because I was with George and we were in the car and we were going back to his studio to work, but we saw your line and we were like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, we, we, we couldn't, we man, couldn't I ain't never seen no shit like that ever. Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't get a document like that because it went so terrible. No, nah, no, nah, but like, but it it's was, like, if you know, you know, I think that's gonna be one of the urban legends in Chicago. Cause I, yeah, I didn't take shit. no pictures of that whole shit, but like, it was like 2,000 people Dude, in line so many outside people. the park at yeah. Garfield Park. So in Garfield Park. Yeah, for a new balance. You That's know what I'm crazy. saying? So, um, Go crazy. That, that was is, like, yeah. it was like, you know, we just knocking out these fucking things we didn't know was possible. Yeah. yeah. That was wild, I'd say. I think we should get into some questions. Yeah, I got five moments. Right. We got a couple questions. <laughs> There's a lot of people that are Top five favorite food spots in Chicago. Damn. <laughs> I'm a gatekeeping that. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, man. Fuck. Oh, man. It just just like a freebie, you know? Um, like go to. You just got to get a specific, like, mm. burger or just, like, pasta or just, like, hood spot. Or just because. Just give me a category that makes it. All right, pizza. Pizza. Damn. Pizza changes, like, every three years for me. Uh, I mean, I like. <laughs> I like. Um, what the shit in Lincoln Park? Fucking uh, Pequots. I like oh, Pequots. Pequots. I like Pequots. Oh, man, bro. I mean, obviously, Home Run is, Home Run Inn is like a staple um, from the West Side. So everybody had their regional like spots in the city they fuck with. But yeah, I guess, um, damn, last great piece I had low-key was in New York at Scar's Pizza. That shit was fucking fire. Hell, I yeah. feel like Home Run Inn be tasting weird after like a minute. <laughs> like you eat it, I don't know. You can eat it once a year. That should be too greasy. Yeah, it be tasting you. like you be eating like it's it'll, the be, crust. A, it'll be a. It's the crust, yeah, I don't know. That shit. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like it, but it's, you it's can only eat a few pieces. I put the I put the pizza from Hidden in there because I put it super good. I feel like yeah. it reminds me of like Chuck E. Cheese like back in the day. Yeah, no. What's it called? Novo. Novo. They do some crazy shit like Longanisa. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. What makes the West Side of Chicago so special? Like compared mm. to anybody, like anywhere else you've oh, been yeah. to. I want y'all to clip Rico Reckless. It's a Rico Reckless just did an interview with fucking uh, No Jumper. And he's talking about the West Side. I bug shorty like out West, they get money, they steal drugs, they stunt. But he was just like, uh, <laughs> we just so bravadosis, like West Side, like, you know, get money, you know, party all all night. Chicago just breeds like, you know, this person, but just like West Side is a different type of hustler. You know what I'm saying? I just like, if you're from the West Side, like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> you know? 
Um, so it's just like a you know a different type of hustle if you were from out west. I feel like love out south though. Love it, love it, love it. What is your most memorable fit as a child or like a kid? Do you have a a, a particular clothing item that sticks out? Um, as a shorty, um, I mean probably like Kooji sweater, like you know. Uh, that whole I think Jordan 11's like that was an outfit I had for Christmas and I was like nine or ten or some shit like that but it was like the cool grays or what, what um, Space Jam Space Jam Space yeah shit. Space Jam no 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 no. what's the black and white ones again Concords those Concords it was like Concords with like a Coogee sweat I just feel like the man <laughs> Well, so crispy jealous. fade and shit you know what I'm saying that was like one of my best fits and I was like oh yeah I think I can get fits off for the rest of my life I regret selling them. I used to have. I used to wear them. I remember that day when it re retro, and I was just like, "Damn, I wish I had those shoes on." That's why I stopped selling everything. I'm like, I would never sell anything. No, I mean, just everything in general. I feel like I sold so much shit before, and I don't know what I've done with the money. So I'm like, everything I buy now is like intentional. So I'm like, I don't plan on selling like no shit that I buy. I got a question from Mohammed. Uh, he owns La Estrella. I don't know if you remember. I think you did a commercial there, but he asked, uh, "What?" What was your favorite snack from like the corner store? He owns a corner store. So. Yeah, um, fucking just like honey buns warmed up in the microwave. Yeah. Did um, you know Squared used to sell them in high school? Honey buns? I sold everything, bro. I was snacking. Bro, I was, I was making over a hundred a day. <laughs> Hustling shit. I had one recently. It was honey bun. Yeah. Was it, it was, frozen? I was going to no. the uh, candy stores out west. <laughs> Getting that shit bags for you. Oh, you know that. Well, what's one small decision that changed the trajectory of your business? It's a good one. Um, man, it's a good one. I feel like it's been a, so many of those. Um, sometimes I don't realize it when I make that decision. Right. And then after a, a year later, I'm glad I did that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think as, as recently it's just some of the deals that come my way. I think um, people just see the stuff that actually comes out. But like, um, I'm very picky about who I work with. Very picky. So. I think, and as I've um, um, grown in this industry and, and kind of put my flag down on what I want to be and how I want to grow, I have to say no to more um, things that come my way. Um, and so it's like, it's been a few things. I don't want to like, you know, name drop any of the brands, but like, um, it's been a lot of things that, it's been a lot of things. I'm like 99% right, whereas I turned something down and I see somebody else that did it and it just didn't connect. And I'm saying it was just super corny. So I'm just like, I'm glad a lot of the, the deals that came my way as far as like in, in fashion, I'm like, you know, I, I just turn shit down now. Say no. Yeah. yeah power and no. All right, guys. I think <laughs> this wraps up another Let's get it. miraculous yeah. episode of User Friendly. Yeah. Thanks for Thank you, Joe, for, for taking the time. Yeah, and Hell yeah, man. man. It's been exciting. I'm going to take it out for the be fucked up, so we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you can follow me at Pops Prince, Pablo Trees, PopsPrince.com. You can follow me at Squared Hill everywhere. S-Q-U-A-R-E-D-H-I-L-L. Comfy Fits. C-M-F-Y-F-I-T-T-S. Find me at stayoutoforder.com. Yes, sir. You Thank you, guys. At Rex Quando on Instagram, Resurrection. User Everywhere else. Podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I was going to tell you to bring the hat low-key. I, I did. Did you? Oh, shit. So this is, the, this is actually the hat. This will be the bonus episode. <laughs> So before you go, this is actually the hat that we made. Uh -huh. This is when I told you that I hated you. Right. I fake hated you for like years. <laughs> it was like I a fake beef. So, but it was a fake beef. It was a fake beef that it was one-sided. This was on Twitter, right? This is on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. This, so is, the, this is the hat that 
That's your homie. I mean, I don't know who our I'm. homie posted. Like he replied to one of your shits, and he had the hat on. And then somebody was like, "Oh, I bet he feels cool with the broke as hell hat on." And then I think I don't know if you liked it. No, or just, bro like, said he like he like damn it went on him and was like, "Yo, like he got a broke as hell hat on." Yeah, and it was wasn't like, you directly, but but she replied you know, and you said, "And it broke my heart." I ain't gonna. <laughs> it killed me. I was like, "Damn." He was like. This is why I hate fashion. I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was like, wow. That's why would I say that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> why would you say that? It killed me. But you know what? It was one of those things, too, where like, I felt like I saw you like around so much to where like, you're the first person I've seen out like, doing some shit like this. Yeah. And like I'm thinking I know you more than like I actually did. So yeah. when I like saw it, I'm like, damn, I like, took it over personal. I'm like, yo. Like, but I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. And instantly, I'm like, yo. like, And I, got, and I still got like, even like the DBM. Um, like the coach jackets yeah. in my like my closet and shit, and I'm like, damn, I'm not wearing this nigga shit anymore. <laughs> I'm like, but like before the, crazy. it was crazy too, um, because the year started, the year before I started working for you. Yeah, and I was talking to my homie Mike. Shout out to Mike. Before you like put in an application up before yeah. the store was even a thing, and I was like, damn, like we were just talking about a whole bunch of shit. And I'm like, I was just like mad, like for no reason. I was mad, but I was like also like I was like, damn, I was never mad at yeah. bro. I was mad because like because you got to understand, we put like our our like heart yeah, into it. this shit, you know. I would but never do shit like that. Now. At the time, it's like we didn't have the resources to make yeah. it what we wanted it to be. Yeah. But yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. I want you to keep that. You can please do it. I want <laughs> you to like, sign it too. Please, that's bad. Sharp. Crazy, I feel man. like it's also like, too, like, really it made us, like uh, this is like one of the things that like made like me better you know what i'm saying so i appreciate you for that too you know what i'm saying we laughed about that shit so about it. Yeah. i never talk like that now. i'm even, like talking to people online no more. when you said it too you used to just say like you were also like growing up with us too so you know yeah. what i'm saying it was yeah, that's the cool thing about it too like i've never behaved like that <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you bro